Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Jeff Rinaldo is with us on the WBEN Trocare College Live Line this morning. Jeff is with Vista Security Group. He's a former captain with Buffalo Police. We're talking about police body cams. Jeff, it came to light this week that there is no video evidence on that officer-involved shooting in Hamburg because Hamburg police do not have body cams. I think you were with Buffalo Police when they started wearing body cams. Does it surprise you that there are several suburban police departments in western New York without this equipment? Well, good morning. Um, it actually does not surprise me. I, I can tell you that I was actually the person in charge of having to implement the Buffalo Police Body Cam program. And it, it is a very involved process. Uh, besides just choosing which type of technology to utilize, what you're going to do with the data, how you're going to store it, how you're going to have to then produce it for every single court case that your officers engage in, as well as them looking at your collective bargaining agreement and union issues. It's a very, very involved process. And really, it kind of depends on the community and what you know the community feeling is like in terms of the necessity of these devices. What does the law say, if anything? You know, we've heard, you know, so many police reforms flying around different municipalities, statewide, uh, all these different laws in the past few years. Are body cameras involved in those laws in any way, shape, or form? Uh, They're not. Uh, Obviously, there's a big push for body cameras, um, you know, around the country. Most departments do have them. Um, but there is no legislation that requires them. And quite frankly, where the laws engage when it comes to body cameras is once you have them, then there's a number of legal requirements in terms of what you have to do with the evidence that they capture. You know, people seem to expect to see video for everything these days. Body cams appear to be helpful, but can there be too much reliance on them too? Well, it's like any other electronic device, right? There is a a chance that it doesn't work. There is a chance that something happens so quickly that the officer does not have an opportunity to activate the cameras. Hence why now there's technologies that will automatically activate the camera if an officer draws their weapon or does some other things. But all of these situations, especially what we just saw in Hamburg, which, you know, by all accounts, it sounds like those officers acted very heroically. It is just one piece of the puzzle. You cannot open and close a case based on video or audio. There's a lot of other investigative things that have to occur to truly review these events and try to understand what the officer perceived at that moment of time that they made the decision to use some level of force. You know, a lot of what we hear about having these body cameras and some of the expense 
that you were mentioning a little bit earlier is saving this footage and how much footage right would have to be saved in order to have it to look back on you know do you need it saved for a certain period of time a lot of us hear that and you think well that kind of sounds like an excuse you know how much can it be to store you know some footage i store songs or videos on my phone right you know it can't be that much but in the amount of footage that we're talking about with an entire police department and these body cameras going uh, as often as possible, what are the types of expenses that uh, arise when talking about storing footage? I, I can honestly say it's astronomical. You have legal requirements. If a video is used in a court case, there's legal requirements that that piece of evidence is stored for X amount of time. And if it's a serious felony, it could be a lifetime. And then you also have union concerns where they want videos stored for the length of time that somebody could come back and make a complaint. So that if somebody turns around two, three years later and decides to sue the department because they felt the officer was rude or some other nuisance lawsuit, uh, you wouldn't want to be the officer that had this thing on video and have your department come back and say, well, we deleted the video, so good luck. And all of this storage, generally a lot of the manufacturers of these cameras you're paying for their cloud-based storage. So it's a recurring monthly fee per camera, and it never goes away. And if you decide to store it in-house, you better have a very, very robust IT department that is going to be able to store it, back it up, preserve it, and make it available in a media that can be used 3, 5, 10, 15, or 20 years from now. So, so again, it is an extremely expensive proposition for police departments that have body cameras. Jeff, we also want to talk to you about recruitment of law enforcement. Uh, Because of your extensive career, you know a lot about this. Rochester police right now are recruiting here in Buffalo with billboards and social media, and it's pretty enticing. Uh, Over $100,000 salary after 44 months. Is it unusual to see this right now, or is this the climate that, that you expect to see it? Well, I think you just said it best, Susan. It's a $100,000 year job that they have to come to Buffalo to try and fill. Um, New York State has, over the last number of years, started to criminalize police work. Between the passage of bail reform, all of the pending bills right now that are sitting in front of the legislature that are going to make law enforcement much more difficult, and now starting to want to penalize and imprison police officers who are doing their jobs, it is becoming extremely difficult to recruit. Buffalo used to get five or 6,000 people to take the exam. The last exam, it was just shy of 11 or 1,200 people, I believe. So yes, you're gonna have to see departments get away from residency requirements and only recruiting in their backyards, and they're gonna have to broaden their reach to find people that are willing to take on this challenge, this risk and this liability now, because all of the laws are starting to be geared towards worrying about suspects' rights and not police officers' abilities to do their jobs and or victims' rights. How do you feel if you're the Buffalo Police Department, right? And, and what kind of inter-police you know, police department battle is going on behind the scenes for recruiting? Well, again, it, there really isn't. Uh, you know, Rochester, I believe, for 
a number of years has kind of broadened their wings in terms of their recruitment process. But again, I think you have a limited pool of people in in this country right now that are willing to take on these roles and you have to go find them now. And they're not necessarily, uh, you know, able to apply for different departments based on residency and where they live. So you are going to see a lot of this where municipalities are going to, you know, change their law to say, hey, we have to be able to go out and find people that are not necessarily members of this community and give them an opportunity to move in. Uh, the last thing you want to do is try and convince somebody to be a police officer, but there are people out there that consider it, and sometimes bringing it to them allows you to have a conversation and, and give them an opportunity to take the exam and, and really consider the profession. Jeff, it's always great to talk with you. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. Jeff Ronaldo with Vista Security Group, also a former captain with the Buffalo Police. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 